welcome to the episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, today, my guest is a teacher's aide, uh, photographer. Welcome to Michelle Steiner. Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining me. Um, yes, I'm a, I'm a disability writer. So I have a blog that I write on about having a learning disability. Got it. And got it. That's wonderful. Find, yeah, it's uh, called Michelle's Mission. And it's um, at michellesmission.blog. Uh, and uh, on my blog, I write about uh, having the disability. I also... Uh, take a lot of uh, I have my photography from a lot of flowers uh, that's one of the hidden benefits of having the disabilities people will say wow you can bring out details in the flower that I might have missed so I get to combine uh, two of the things that I I, I really love that's beautiful that's beautiful that's amazing uh, I, I, I I like it I like it what um so what inspired you to start writing about your disability or this do you write do you write different type of disability I mainly focus on having a learning disability. Okay. What inspired me to write about that was I can remember writing was always really healing for me. And it was one of the things I first found out I was good at with having a learning disability. There was so much when I was a young child that I just couldn't do. I, I was really terrible at sports. I would blink every time a ball would come at me. If you'd sit me down to uh, do math or science or just a lot of things it just seemed like I couldn't do it and I wasn't very good and I thought well I'm not that smart or I'm not that talented and I can remember I wrote a story about a dinosaur and my dad really said hey this story is really good and he read to me as a child that was one of the things that I can remember and that just started that gave me that confidence from that point on and I did a lot of writing I think I wrote a lot of bad poetry and I <laughs> I remember going to a, a writing group for adults as a, being an older teenager, and I'm still friends with these people today. And they said, you know, I really think you should write about having a learning disability, especially after I went through college. And I thought, oh, this is kind of personal. And um, I just didn't write stuff like that. I wrote other things. and But when I finally wrote uh, my first article that got published on The Mighty about having uh my struggle with opening up a lock with having limited hand dexterity, it was still one of the most healing things I ever did. I was able to connect with other people that had disabilities. And I I found, okay, these people do want to hear what I have to say. And I found a lot of people that say, well, that's, that's something I struggle with. Or I thought I was the only one that, that did that. And I wrote some other articles and I got, I got it published in some, I got some other things that were published in other places and some photographs. And I, around, I believe 2020, I got a scholarship and I, Whoa, for, thank you, uh, you know, for uh, a limited amount for, uh, and I decided to start my own, it was for people that um, had disabilities, that had arts, and I uh, started my own blog. And I really loved just being able to connect with other people and maintaining that. And that that's just been something that's been really uh, healing for me. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I can, I can imagine you, you've been able to touch so many lives, inspire other, 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 other people to just start writing and tell their, their, their journey and story. Mm-hmm. Now, once you, you, you were able to open up, um, how was that process like for you? 
it was really uh, something that just, it, it came very pretty much, um, it was healing. It was just a process where I was able to, to speak about it. And I didn't, ha- I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, issues with opening up and speaking. And I just spoke from my heart and most people I've found have been very kind and accepting. And, and it was just trying to silence a lot of that inner uh, critic. Cause I can remember it was tough whenever I was a young child to, to want to speak about it. Nobody really talked about disabilities or uh, especially learning disabilities. That was something that we, uh, a lot of people just wanted to hide. And it was really hard to do for me in school. I uh, went to a very small school district and they knew I went to the learning support room to take tests and uh, have help on assignments and also to be able to uh, have some classes, especially in, in the early years. And I got quickly uh, labeled as the, the one that wasn't very smart or you're you're doing easy work. I wish I had a disability. So the bullying started pretty early and it kind of made me not want to say that I had that but it was through a lot of those experiences of speaking up and asking for those accommodations at, and at college and not really, uh, you know, caring what other people thought. But as long as I knew I was doing my best and I was using the accommodations, that those things really worked. Good for you. Good for you. I'm proud of you for you. You know, it's you know, it gets a moment you got to toughen up, you know, you got to. Mm-hmm some way of form we got to like ignore that that noise because people always are going to talk they always yep. have something mean to say you know mm-hmm. and i speak you know in my experience growing up it was like that too you know mm-hmm. i i was um i grew up in puerto rico mm-hmm. i was this this uh, gringo kid as they were they were categorizing me mm-hmm. in a whole new world a whole new lingo another language you know and now having my son who's autistic as well um mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I reflect, I constantly reflect. So, you know, feel proud of yourself. That's, that's beautiful. I'm happy that you, you were able to do that. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's, it's, um, it's very important, you know, especially when you have a disability, have that open communication, right? Because you have, Mm -hmm. you have, you have doctors that study this and they, they do their, their theses and whatnot. And I'm speaking in general, right? Right, right. <laughs> they do their 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 theses and and their investigations, but like they don't ask the people who are actually going through it. No, they they really don't, and they have. And a lot of times, I, I had to get evaluated for having a learning disability again as an adult a few times to to receive services that I needed for mm-hmm. college. And I can remember, I'm I'm not a great test taker by any means, and I had a lot of people that. The psychiatrist told me, you're most likely not going to go beyond community college. And when I told them I wanted to do things like writing and speaking and doing a lot of the the technical uh, side of things, the creative things, they said that that would be beyond my capacity. And I just think to myself, yeah. (laughs) And for a while, that really affected me that I thought, well, I'm really never going to be able to go and do what I want to do. And I can even remember I had people tell me that, you know, your job choices will be limited. And um, there, there were challenges that, that have come along, but it was about finding the right program. But I, I do agree. Sometimes we get people that are professionals and they really don't look at the person as, as a whole person. They look at it as part of, well, this is what you have or this is what's wrong. And there, there's just so much more that, that can happen. It doesn't define who you are. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't define who you are. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all struggle with something, right? Yep, we but do. It's, it's how you you carry yourself, and and you know, you can't let that defeat you or let that stop you. You know, I'm happy that right. you 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 took a chance on yourself. I'm even happier that you proved everybody wrong, which is like kudos to you because, um, it's difficult out there. You know, mm-hmm. and every it's like we're. I want to say this in in this time we're in, there's people that need help or not getting it. And then there's people just saying they need help that don't need it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And I get accused a lot of times because people can't see the disability. They think, well, you don't have a disability. And I'm like, well, or you don't look like you have one because mm-hmm. then they're looking for the wheelchair. They're looking for the cane yeah, there are people who, who do. And that, I mean, that's perfectly fine as well. And sometimes even people who do know me, they'll say, well, you, you have a, you have a bachelor's degree. You have all this stuff published. You couldn't have a disability and you have to uh, be like, well, yeah, I still have the, the disability with math and I mm-hmm. still can't drive and uh, do uh, some other things, but for what I can do, I, 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 I'm able to do those things and, and, and do well with that. And it's and more, it, yeah. yeah. And it didn't more stop empower- you. Yeah, exactly. And it's more empowering for me to focus on what I can do rather than what I can't. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm happy. Like I guess I'm happy. I'm proud. Of it. And kudos to you because it's like a, a, a stigma that mm-hmm. like a stigma that has been created through, through, um, throughout the years right i had i had this guest a while back in my mm-hmm. in my beginnings uh uh she was somewhere in africa i can't remember the name and she would say you know children that um had disabilities you know they were very cruel to them and they were they would hide them in the basement of their houses because they don't know what to do with them mm-hmm. and if you know we got to think people like yourself that you know took took on the mantle became courageous and start writing about right. things that matter and educating the public because this is what we this is this is valuable information. Right. And that's one thing my parents always encouraged me to do was to be independent. And yes. uh they encouraged me to do what I could do and things that I could and didn't um I, they obviously we had to do cer- certain things differently. I had to have um, an individual education plan where we did things different. Um, and there were factors, but they really didn't try to uh, treat me any different than they did my brother uh, when he was growing up with encouraging him. I mean, he was much younger than I was, uh, but just that if you want to go out there, what can you do? And also to be independent because they know that I need to have those skills to be able to take care of myself and yes. to be able to, to to advocate. Yes, yes, yes. Kudos to them, too. Mm hmm. Do you remember the first article you wrote and published on your blog, on your own? It's like, all right, it starts with this one. Here we go. <laughs> well, I think other than the introductory one, I think I did uh, the gift of, ha- I think it was that, the gift of having a learning disability. And a lot of times people think, including myself at one point, thought, oh, having a learning disability, well, that's tragic or that's something that's... Mm-hmm terrible and unfortunate and life's going to be awful. And there's just so many gifts that that have come through having that. And and I'm able to use that 
on my blog to help other people, but I can also use that as working as a teacher's aide in the school. I, I work with students that have uh, disabilities. I uh, help to reinforce uh, the, the work that they have and I help them with uh, the, their um, assignments. I can do everything except for math and <laughs> the kids know it and the staff I work with are wonderful about knowing that I'm just, I can't do that, but I can help them with their reading or uh, things like that, that they might need help with English or reading a test or just kind of doing some encouragement. And I think sometimes there's that empathy too, because I will get a lot of students that will come in saying, well, I wish I didn't have a learning disability. Like, okay, I, I understand what that feels like. I went through that myself, but I said, there's nothing wrong with having a disability or we'll have a, a student that comes in and they don't know how to ask for help. And we go through the steps of how, how to appropriately ask for some support. Yes. And it's just sometimes that that's just been such a blessing to be able to go back yes. in there and to do that because somebody did help me when I was younger, but I didn't have somebody that, that came in that ha- actually had a disability to be able to do that. Correct. Correct. You're, you're giving your, your contribution mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, put a math aside, I think, you know, even if I am math, bad at math, you know, I'm good with my numbers, you know, but when it comes to math, uh, um, you know, but I think you, your your purpose is much uh, goes beyond that just math because you're, you're teaching how you're teaching these, these children how to communicate, which is mm-hmm. that's right. That is the key, because if. You know, because I know, like, I'm a parent. My son's autistic. He, oh, okay. he he's nonverbal, right? Right. So it's it's difficult sometimes to communicate, mm-hmm. and you know, it's frustrating for him and for me at times because I I just you know I feel desperate. I feel right. sad sometimes because I don't you know he's telling me something. I'm just trying to communicate, you know, and mm-hmm. we, we'll do our process uh, in practicing sign language and in what way we communicate. So. Having a person like you being that essential factor that can help assist with that, that's tremendous. Thank you. Oh, well, thank no, thank you. I I just I love what I do. That's that's amazing. How long have you been have been uh pro, uh doing your blog? I have been doing my blog for about three years now. Wow. Yep. <laughs> and counting. Love it. <laughs> Where where one of where uh once you started you took the initiative of uh creating your blog. What 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 what's one of the things that you you probably uh became frustrated or became difficult? Like just setting everything up. I, I think setting everything up could be a little hard. Um just learning the technical ends of of certain things could be really tough to, to be able to do that. Cause I uh didn't really get, I didn't go to school to study computers. And I know I kind of have to play around a little bit to know where I'm going. So that can be kind of tough. And it, it was sometimes it, my husband is great for helping out, but I think when it's your blog and, or it's your project, you put the heart, you put the work in there. So there have been lots of late nights and yes. <laughs> where um, it, sometimes it was just me trying to figure things out and the technical aspect has been has been a challenge, but I've I've grown through that and have found ways that that work for me. I, I totally agree with you. I I, mm-hmm. I feel your struggle because when I first started, uh, I built my my website from scratch. I I, I chose mm-hmm. uh, WordPress, and WordPress uh-huh. everything is a plugin, 
and uh-huh. you got to find the perfect plugin. Is there's so many plugins, but you got to find the the plugin that works for you and gets the job right. done. So I I get it. I get it. Um, how was how was your support system when you decided to take this this mantle on and start writing about your 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 process, your story? I've been blessed to have a wonderful support system. My husband is uh, was an English major. So he is my favorite editor (laughs) to go through things and he can encourage me. I have great writing friends that I can go to our monthly meetings and bring things in and and read and I'll get a very um, honest response. Uh, We've been meeting for over 20 years. And even when I was a, a teenager, they, they really didn't sugarcoat a whole lot. I mean, they're, they're nice about it. We try to give constructive criticism, but, uh, they are very much like, okay, this is what you can change. This is, we, we know you can do this. And I try to take a lot of the suggestions that I get and the feedback and put that into the writing and I've been very supportive over that. I, I found a lot of people um, can relate to that. Uh, I found some other groups online where I'm able to share a lot of the posts and uh, just a lot of uh, support from that. Um, so there's some online writing groups and it's just, it, it's been great. That's great. That's great. Sometimes we need that that tough love, you know, because mm-hmm. we we get we get like uh, accustomed to a certain way, and it's like almost we get comfortable, and we need right. that that push uh, from time to time to to just do more, right? To do more or to change things, and you don't mm-hmm. have to do that. You you don't have to. Um, but sometimes making those changes, it makes it even better. And and to learn from that, and even to learn from, uh, I've had times where maybe a story got rejected and okay. there wasn't anything wrong with the story. It just wasn't what they were looking for. And I would get it published somewhere else and right. just learning from those uh, experiences and putting yourself out there because you, you really don't know uh, what's going to happen until you get it out there. Yeah, correct. I agree 100%. You have to, in some way or form, you have to make a mess because yeah. <laughs> how how would you know? Right. How would you know? Um, yep. Especially in this world, everything's so tedious. You know, everybody knows everything, but nobody's willing to assist and share the knowledge. So you're very blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy. Uh, you got a good team. Definitely do. Yep. Do you, like, how do you, now that you've been doing this for three years, right? And Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, you're, you're in the rhythm. How do you decide what topics, uh, do you want to write about? I write a lot about nature because that's what inspires me. I and I nature. put it with having a, a learning disability. So sometimes I'll come up with, uh, just an idea. A lot of times like with flowers and, uh, um, or just other concepts. And I'll try to put uh, the scientific way of like, uh, this is a concept like executive functioning. And I'll try to think of a way I can explain it to somebody that has a disability or somebody that just may not be aware of it. So it's easy for them to be able to understand and break it down. So I did one time executive functioning is like, uh, you know, building a house or, or with information and then um, things like processing speed. I'll maybe describe like a snail or um Flowers, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yes, different things. Yes. Yeah, of why I might have that, or like a flower blooming. I can do the process of how my brain might work, or just uh, how all the flowers might be different. And we just work on uh, get you know growing and uh, 
as I've accepted my disability and I try to relate, okay, this is how a flower grows. This is uh, how, and, and I put my, my um, perspective on that as well. Got it. That's good. I'm, yeah. It's, it's simple yet easy to understand, which is what we mm-hmm. need. You know, like I said, we, these doctors, they, they opinionate a lot of things and it's a lot of big words that, you know, we got to right. get a dictionary, not common <laughs> words. And like, right. you know, and all we're trying to do is understand one another to, you know, live in, in a peaceful, progressive society. So right. like I said, kudos to you, you're doing um, big things. Have you ever thought about writing a book, like a memoir am, or? Right. right. And one of my things I, I want to do and I am working on is a book called uh, Chasing Butterflies. And it combines my favorite thing, which is butterflies. And my, the process that the butterfly went through to from a caterpillar to a butterfly um, and the same process that I've had with a learning disability and just my, my story with that. So. It's it's a slow process, but we're we're <laughs> getting there. Doing that, yes. yeah, we're getting there. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, what inspired you to start doing photography? Well, one of the things I loved is I we would I would take pictures of things, and I, I didn't know. I mean, a lot of times people with learning disabilities are really good at, at arts, and, and I always wonder. Well, I can't draw very well with a limited hand dexterity, and I just couldn't seemed to, to, to get well with our coloring. And then I did my, um, my husband and I, we just started taking pictures. And I had a friend that was uh, really particular. And I took these pictures. I, we, we were uh, in somewhere, I, I believe, um, New York for uh, a wedding around Halloween. And I took some pictures of these angels in the cemetery. And she's like, angel statues and she's like these are really good and I thought well this is the friend that's really picky so if she thinks it's good I'm gonna try submitting it into a contest and I think I got um an honorable mention or there was something that I got and from that point I just like okay I like taking pictures I can do this and then people would comment like pictures that I would put on Facebook like wow these are really good and uh I love the flowers and I like the or other really cool places that you go and I thought now, why don't I try to uh, submit these to some contest? And I did one in the UK and I shortlisted and they made uh, a journal and uh, some out of one of my uh, butterfly pictures. And that was nice to, 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 to win that as well, to, to get that opportunity. And I just started thinking, okay, I can, I can do this. I, I had that confidence at that point to post pictures and to enter contests and, uh, send work out to be for, for magazines too. And I've gotten some of those published as well. You know, I would love, I, I would, I would love to be there. Like for that doctor who told you to, to, to live a life within your means to just to see his face on how you've been able to accomplish so much, do mm-hmm. so much, you know, change people's lives so much. And it, it's you just trying not because you should be it's because you want. Right, exactly. It's what I want to do. And uh, th- that's the thing. A lot of times it's motivation. It's about finding the right program. I-, I knew if I was going to go in and try to be a certified teacher, that wouldn't be a wise course of action for myself. Uh, that can be great right. for other people. And thank God for people who do go into education. 
and other fields that that do involve that. I knew with my test taking skills that that wouldn't be an option, but I found the right program that was for me that had the least amount of math and science possible, had the accommodations, but had something that interested me. And it gave me um, a new perspective on disabilities and the professors were wonderful. And I learned so much about not only myself, but I learned about other kinds of disabilities. And um, I, it's just about finding what works. And that's the thing with having a learning disability. We're not going to find the cure or uh, the, the, the magic <laughs> potion. But what we do find is if you can find things that you want to do and things that you're good at, then you have a greater chance for success and, and, and just being happy. Yeah, I agree 100%. Just finding what works for you, which is, it's hard for people nowadays just to find that, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so much. And yet here you are doing what you love. And like every time you speak about an article about uh, working as a teacher's aide and photograph, you're, you're smiling. Like mm-hmm. you've, you've found your 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 passion, your, your is like, it, it, your eyes like, uh <laughs> you know, a sparkle of happiness and joy. And, you know, we need, we need that more in today's day. I agree. I think we, we definitely need more people that, that love what they're doing. Cause I can look at a lot of classmates. I'm not close with them, but some of them, they went the route of, of going to a, a vocational school, not because it interested them, but because they thought, um, this is all I could do. And some of them struggle to hold down jobs. Some of them ha- have had addictions. Some of them have had a lot of things where it's just really hard for them. And um, I kind of <laughs> had to even fight against that too. I had a teacher in learning support that said, well, you can't do college because of your math. Why don't we send you to the vocational training school? And it just didn't interest me. So there wouldn't be that joy. And it would have been a waste of my time and it probably wouldn't end up being a lot harder for me than mm-hmm. doing because it's just it, it it just wasn't what I was meant to do yeah no and you know what when you want as hard mm-hmm. as math is when you want to learn when you want to put in the lurk and, and you know take that energy you're going to accomplish it you're going right. to you're going to have a great outcome you are. And for what ha- what worked for me was when I went to university, I um I did a philosophy-based math course. It was an intro to logic. And the teacher knew that I was trying and I was struggling. And he knew, okay, you're going to tutoring a couple hours a week. You're, you're coming to class. You're putting forth all the effort. We utilize the accommodations. You're going to pass. <laughs> so that, that, that's what worked for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, if you put forth the effort and you know how to negotiate and you and you're willing to work hard and show them that you're trying, a lot of times people are willing to work with you too on things like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what, we we got to change that name of combination because they're there for a reason. Yeah, they're exactly. there for a reason. So like, mm-hmm. you know, and I say change the word because like people tend to take that and in some way, in some form of like you're judging, discriminating. But they're there to help. They're there to help. Right. And a lot of people thought, well, you're getting the answers. No, (laughs) you're you're put in a quiet room. You you, uh, have no devices other than what is on the sheet that you can have. And you're 
you take the test and some people need it read aloud. I didn't do that when I was in school. I had the option, but um, I was doing well without that. But yeah, I think we do need, because the way when we say accommodations, it does make it seem like it's giving people that unfair advantage. But in, in reality, it's helping me to be able to compensate for, for what I need and to level mm-hmm. the playing field. And you you do need to have the documentation before you get it. And for good reason too, because we um, aren't able to give that out to people who don't need it. Correct, correct. But you're here now. So that's all yep, that matters. Ex- um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to ask you, like, when, you, when you're uh, taking pictures, like, how do you know what pictures you want to take like does it come to you like a, like do you do you take a picture of like the first thing that calls your attention that inspires you i i tend to do that at, at times because sometimes i'll be inspired by a lot of different things sometimes we'll be um in the car and i'll say to my husband did you see that and he's like well i'm driving and of course he should be paying attention to the road and that gives me the opportunity to go back later on a walk if possible and sometimes we're just at, we go to a lot of botanical gardens and museums. So there's a lot of inspiration. I'll take a lot of them. And people, uh, when they see it on my blog or they see it on Facebook, they, they see the finished product. They don't see <laughs> the, the shots that I missed. They don't see the the blurry things uh, that, that do happen. The but progress, the progress. The, the, the progress, blur- right. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And um, but I, I kind of get an idea of what I'm looking for and we, we kind of just see what works and just try to, um, capture that beauty of what I, what I'm seeing. Nice. Nice. How long have you been, uh, taking pictures? I think it's been about five years. It could wow. be a little bit longer, but yeah, I just fell in love with it. <laughs> and we actually, did you, like, I had this conversation with a lot of people, right? Like, People would say that you need to go to uh, school or um, get these certificates or take courses. But when you first started, all you did was just pick up the camera and start taking pictures, right? Yep, exactly. I just picked up and take pictures. I think it's great if you um, have the means to do it or maybe you have someone that's just starting out and uh, they're young and they think, okay, I want to go out and I want to do this. That's great. But I think it's also important to have a backup plan, too. Um, so you're able to ha- have a job that, that, that can offer you, you uh, money and, and things like that. And then you can also do your passion on the side. Yes. So there's benefits to both of them, too. Have you ever thought of, like, becoming a writer for one of these, uh, I don't know, like, newspaper companies? Because... They they often need individuals like yourself with the, you know, the experience and, and talk about mm-hmm. health, which is which, essentially what you talk about on your blog. I would definitely be open to that opportunity if it, if that came up. I mean, definitely. That, that's uh, definitely something I would like to do. There you go. Um, talk to me about a little bit about your, your, your how long have you been a, a teacher assistant? I have been at my job for about 11 years. I, before, prior to that, I stopped at some uh, centers. I worked in some daycares, uh, but I've been at this job for about uh, 11 years. I started out as a one-on-one and I had students that graduated and uh, I'm now 
not a one-on-one. I work with uh, with a lot of different students, and I, I love it. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm I'm happy you, you um, were able to just go and do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a night commercial. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we we all know we all know it. it you know, it's there's going to be tough days, tough nights. You mm-hmm. know, you know, but it's it's you know, actually, like what is that saying? Ninety nine percent and just showing up. Exactly, and it's it's showing up when you know that you study for a test and you know, or you put the effort in and you know you're not going to do well. It's showing up when you know that uh, there might be some difficult, there might be some drama. Uh, you're you're going to walk in with friends or things or uh, other people. And I, <laughs> I often say, mom, mom and dad, you really pushed me to go to school even when I didn't want to. Yeah, that wasn't the easiest thing, but it was showing up. It was showing up at my college classes whenever I knew I was struggling in the class. And um, I, I knew that, that uh, it may not be really easy for me. And it's, it's showing up at, you know, at, at work on, on those days that are stressful and um, just yeah. those sort of things. And it's just putting in that effort and it's sitting down also. And with my writing too, I mean, sometimes I, I do get rejection letters or things that don't work out and it's just, okay, I'm going to try setting this somewhere else, or I'm going to edit this and just, trying that and taking the the, the feedback that you get too. And and just like you said, just showing up. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times people, because they get, um, you know, denied, they, they -hmm. quickly, you know, it stops them, but you know, those, those are just lessons, you know, we can't, you know, we can't go through life thinking everything we do is going to be perfect. Right. Right. Yep. Exactly. It's it's learning through that and um, just trying to figure out, okay, I made this mistake or this wasn't the best course of action or this wasn't the right thing. And, and it's getting back up again and trying a different way or trying something else and just seeing um, if that works any differently. Yes. Um, and what moment, right? And what moment that you realized that, you know, the feedback you you were giving with your work and, and you know at what moment did you realize it felt like you know I'm making a difference? I think whenever I where I feel like I'm making a difference is when I I'll have a student that'll come in and we'll have spelling words and they'll start at the beginning of the week with these words and I'll think I'm never going to get this I'm not going to pass <laughs> it and we work every day. <laughs> Um, and, and how we spell them and we, when it's a spelling week and we work and we work and we go through them. And, um, my, the greatest joy is when I come in on Friday and they'll say, I got an A on my test. Or even once you don't get an A, I, I got a better grade than I did the last time. And then that's when you can start seeing them being successful or when they thank you, because sometimes we'll have students to come in and they just might, um, they, they can do it, but they just need a little extra support. And they'll say, oh, thank you so much for helping me. Or thank you for j- just being there and, and and supporting me while I got that done. I, I think that's a, that's a great joy. So you, you said it right there, keyword support. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all we need sometimes, a little push. Um yep. Do you, do you, your, your articles, do you release them one time? Uh, do you have a schedule? Is it one time a week you release them? 
I don't have a set day. I usually try uh, every two weeks and it gets a little hectic once I go back to work, but mm -hmm. during the summer, I might get more done um, on my blog, but I, I do try every, uh, about every two weeks to, to put something out there. That's, that's great. That's great. Um, thank you for joining me. It's, an, it's been an honor speaking to you. Um, well, please thank tell, you. thank you. Your, your, your story is incredible. Uh, everything you're able to overcome, even when nobody believed in you, mm -hmm. it's remarkable. It's, it's inspiring. I think we need more people like yourself. That's actually, you know, and I understand because my, my son's a special mm -hmm. need as well. And right. we need, we need individuals like yourself to educate the world, you know, because mm -hmm. There's some there's something missing. You know, I'm I consider to be myself a media journalist. I've if you look through my catalog, I I I've spoken spoken with different mm -hmm. individual in a in different areas, different topics. And I, I feel that there's a missing link and where we have to start educating ourselves so we can be a little bit more consistent and, and mm -hmm. considerable to to, to everybody just you know with special needs and without special needs I think it's important right exactly we all need each other we all um, need, need that support that, uh, that that community and just to be able to have that encouragement yes and then keep writing keep doing your thing because little did you know you're, you're making more of a difference than a person who, who went to Harvard or, or Yale that's just looking for a, a seven-figure, you know, not bad, but a job, right? right. <laughs> but, you know, it's just a job. It, right. And sometimes we need something more. Right, exactly. And you everybody know? has a passion, and I'm just blessed to be able to do mine. I'm into that. Um, before we go, please tell the people where they can find your 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 content, social media, your website. You can find me at, uh, at michellesmission.blog. And you can also find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. Oh, there you go, guys. Please, please go go subscribe to our newsletter. Go go check out her, her blog, her articles. Go follow her. Go, you know, just do it like she does every day. Uh, inspiring story. Once again, Michelle, thank you for joining me. It's been an honor speaking to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.